0: Hey y'all, this is a preview to the latest premium subscriber only episode to Champagne Sharks. So what you're hearing is a small clip of a longer episode that is available over on patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks and it's available to premium subscribers who pay $5 a month. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode, go over to patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks and subscribe for only $5 a month. You get not only access to this episode in its entirety, but to the whole backlog of premium episodes, which at this point is over 100 episodes at this point so it's a great deal so without further ado here is the preview and i hope we see you on the other side at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks where you can hear the rest uh the one who goes by professor crunk that's who it is her name is uh, Brittany Mm -hmm. cooper Uh, someone pulled up all her uh, political stances she was pro kamala anti joe biden pro warren then pro joe biden but but the funny thing is these people never heard of her until this day. Yeah. That's a funny thing. So
1: today and now they know everything about her now.
0: Yeah, they know who put her on, who were her allies in this space. You have no idea who even put the You're like the rest of us. You have never heard of this woman. Uh, but somehow they've already created a narrative that black men were her biggest champions. I'm surprised they didn't say that black men were thirsting over her. Like I'm I'm sure, I'm sure that's sure they coming will next.
1: That's coming. That's coming.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that black men were thirsting over her. They're going to
1: tell that lie because the narrative has already existed in their brains about... Okay. You know, Please but, don't. I, I know they're not going to try to say that we were thirsting over her. I mean, come on now.
0: Here's, here's something interesting in out of left field. Um, Apparently, an article, came, an article came out, five faith facts about Biden's VP pick, Kamala Harris, a Baptist with a Hindu family. So when she was seven, she grew up in Oakland and Berkeley, um, attending predominantly black churches. But her whole family is Hindu. And her mother had her in Hindu temples, like, like they're trying to say that she was, uh, she grew up in Hindu, in Hindu temples, but and so she, that she grew up in black churches, but her mother had her in Hindu temples and stuff. Like and people are asking, how could she have grown up both in Hindu temples and um, black Baptist churches if her mother is raising her? And then she moved to Montreal really young. She was in Montreal all the way through high school. It's
1: um, like Barack Obama, man You're never going to be able to pin down where this person really comes from
0: Yeah, or what they grew up believing or whatever Yeah So now she considers herself a black Baptist you know, and But her, but her family is Hindu And she didn't grow up with the black side of her family It's very interesting
1: I think she Another grew up ra- racially, Racially and
0: background, mysteriously ambiguous black person Yeah Yeah, because every, everything I heard about her Was that she kind of grew up um, Hindu That's, that's really you know, Barack interesting Barack
1: Obama's from the south side of Chicago Now I'm guessing she's from deep east Oakland I mean, right, she, right. She grew up it's, with a little, little. It's gonna be whatever they needed to be. Short. Yeah, the, the, the of ghetto, ghetto places where she's from. And whoever can she, contradict it is gonna be
0: conveniently, you know, scuttled off somewhere.
1: <laughs> right. She yeah.
0: she declined to prosecute Mac Mac Dre and in, in yeah. The she, she, uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> she realized Mac Dre was too important to the community, and she uh yeah exactly yeah yeah. The, oh man, that's that's um. Uh, you know what's funny about this 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 lady too. A lot of people are gonna use it to discredit like identity politics and stuff. This uh mm-hmm. this lady that I was passing, this? yeah yeah, because you know people hear identity politics, they always find like, the most egregious stupid things and then use that as uh in an excuse. So it's like I know this is gonna become the face of identity politics for a certain people. Um, Fifty Cent and Ti are talking about doing doing a versus battle. <laughs> would you guys would you guys watch that? No. How about you, Mario? Uh... Would you watch it? Maybe, but I'm not not, I've never 50. been
1: a fan of TI raps, bro. I've never been a fan of TI. Oh, I don't know why, okay. I've just never been yeah. a fan of his music. Yeah, I like his yeah, first song,
0: that. the very first song. I like his first, yeah. We got a Baby lot of Man. people
1: be surprised at his catalog. He got a lot of music. Yeah, he does. He's got a yeah. lot of music. Oh, if they would have said TI a long Jeezy, you know, I, yeah, his catalog is
0: whack. 24s 24s is the TI song. I like that. I think that was his first song. You know that song, right? That's the way my partners roll. Uh-uh, I don't remember that. Oh, you know that song? It's, it's, um, I
1: remember Rubber Band Man.
0: Yeah, 50 yeah. has yeah. bigger hits. 50's first album with Dre was great, and then after that, he just started chasing. He started chasing yeah. trends. We started having songs with Thick and Justin Timberlake, and he was trying to force beefs too. Like, like he was trying to force beefs for no reason. and... Those albums, because I bought a lot of 50 Cent albums, and I just give up after a while. I was like, "That's it's just not working." Care about
1: rapping no more. You could tell he didn't care about rapping.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he was into into gimmicks too much. He was really into gimmicks. Like some of the songs were like pretty good, but for the most part, you know, I really hated
1: hated Ja Rule about singing and stuff. He was singing too.
0: Exactly. I was gonna say the other thing I hated was that he just started singing like crazy. It seems they said and 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 having R and B stars uh, all over his albums. It was like, yeah but um yeah man i mean what else what else is going on in the news anything anything interesting is that
1: well i mean well we got the lovecraft stuff yeah with the with the lovecraft thing i think uh well the first episode i thought it was pretty cool well the first 40 35 minutes was so boring i was like dude okay what is this about have you ever seen the movie in the mouth of madness no i've heard that title though it's a john i think it's a john carpenter movie let me let me check I think john carpenter did that yes john carpenter 1994 so the 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 whole plot behind in the mouth of madness is this this detective and he's trying to find out why when everybody reads this book they lose their minds they go on like a homicidal rage you know what i'm saying and it's not the same as you know um lovecraft country but the thing that i'm i'm starting to see about lovecraft is that maybe they're stuck in this parallel universe of lovecraft and there's all the shit that goes on in it and that's the thing about in the mouth of madness is that they find out that they're stuck in a book. Oh. Yeah. So he doesn't. They don't. They don't know yet. But he starts seeing certain things. That's because he won't. He won't read the book. So the guys like every time someone tells him, "Have you read Sutter Kane?" You know, Sutter Kane, Stephen King. So it's kind of like you know, play on mm. words. So it's like, "Have you read Sutter Kane?" And the dude's like, "No, what the fuck is that?" You know what I mean? And then they like a dude pulled out an axe and tried to fucking hack him up, and he had to shoot him. You know what I mean? So. Eventually, he starts to realize that they're stuck in a book, in a Sutter Kane book, and he loses his mind. You know, he finally starts trying to read the book, but he's losing his mind like they put him in a crazy house. Like the movie starts out and he's in a crazy house. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying that Lovecraft is like that, but the concept of being stuck in this world, you know what I'm saying, is where I'm starting to notice that they're stuck in this hp lovecraft world is just that they're having the so-called black experience while being in the hp lovecraft world
0: yeah yeah but there's just so much weird stuff about it that i don't get like like it's like people calling it weird but i don't think it's even really weird because it's not it's it's not it's it's very actually conventional it just has weird things in it if that makes sense yeah like like the sensibility of it is not very weird at all it's kind of very normy and you know very um conventional but it's just like technically it's weird because it's monsters and zombies and stuff like that but i mean like there's some shows that are surreal and you watch them and you're like what the hell did i did i just watch?" and this is not that at all this is very cliched very um yeah straight straightforward but one thing i found uh interesting is i just looked up while you were talking and some of the interviews have actually mentioned um in the mouth of madness and it looks like that might have been a conscious influence like yeah. Pe- if you've people- seen the, in the
1: if you've seen In the Mouth of Madness, you'll see a lot of parallels with Lovecraft Country.
0: Yeah, and I'm seeing a lot of articles that made the comparison too, and I'm trying to find if there's any place where um, where the creators themselves have uh, said it. I mean, okay, I know they,
1: if they don't if they don't say John Carpenter is an influence, you know, John Carpenter also yeah. did um, They Live and The Thing, um, all of ha- those movies, ha- like- Halloween, Halloween, yeah, the first Halloween, yeah, yeah, which could be kind of considered sci fi horror.
0: You um, know what's interesting about um, the articles I'm finding for the thing, though the the creator of the show, Misha Green, the showrunner, yeah. um, she she's the one who created that show, Underground, which I liked at first. Um. But then yeah. it had too much presentism. I know, yep. you, I know that's your favorite word, and it's totally when you, see those,
1: when you see those old shows, and they're depicting old black people, and they're playing trap music in the background, I immediately turn that shit
0: off. Yeah, yeah. And Lovecraft had some rap in it and stuff. Right? Yes. That, I did that not like that out. at all. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, do some time and research the music of the day. Like, like it, You don't have to put rap in there to make it uh, relevant. The creator of the show, Misha Green, had the story, and it's, and it's talking about... Reclaiming the blatant racism of author H.P. Lovecraft's work, and that's another word that a lot of these types love is the word reclaim. But yeah, to reclaim it kind of I don't understand what the word reclaim even means because well, reclaim like, means that at one point in time it was yours. That's how I thought reclaim uh, meant it. Like, you know, I, I don't know, but the other thing is, why is Lovecraft so important for black people to reclaim? Like, it's that's this is a weird one to me. Like, like, why is that a priority to reclaim? I mean, when when Jordan Peele did Get Out, that could be
1: considered sci-fi. Yeah. He wasn't reclaiming anything. He was creating his own story. I don't know if there's ever been a movie that's like that. I've never seen a movie like that. You know what I'm saying? But when I watch Lovecraft Country, I can name a dozen movies that are like that. They Live is like that. You know what I mean? So he's not, you know, Jordan Peele's not reclaiming anything. Even his uh, Twilight Zone series. He's not reclaiming anything. He's using twilight zone to create his own stories
0: see I They're think, that's tough. I, think that's, story. I think that's tough because to me he shouldn't even call it the twilight zone so i think right he didn't have me, to for me just calling it a twilight zone already makes it kind of um i mean i i like him but i, I wish he named it some, something something else right um there is some stuff in in um get out that references other stuff uh like stepford wives and things like that yeah. but he still brings his own originality into it enough that you know i think it's
1: nuanced it's like you got to catch it to whereas with lovecraft it's like you really don't have to catch it like you
0: can see yeah yeah it right it, it's just easter eggs it's just right in yeah. your face it's yeah you're meant to recognize it in uh yeah lovecraft yeah. country but yeah it's like i'm not one of those people that thinks you have to make the person likable for you to like their stuff or you have to give it up so because otherwise black people wouldn't be able to listen to it like if black people have to like give up everybody who was racist like there's a lot of stuff you couldn't uh enjoy so there's a lot of stuff that i read or whatever where i'm like um yeah this person was racist you know right if they're if they're racist enough then i won't read the book at all but right uh to a certain degree uh there's a certain amount of racism where i'll be like you know what as long as it's not blatantly in the story I'll still read the story, you know. But these people are kinda acting like they have to make uh HP Lovecraft. They're gonna lecture they're gonna lecture HP
1: Lovecraft on his racism.
0: Yeah, and get HP Lovecraft to they're gonna posthumously own uh HP Lovecraft and get him to uh or teach him a lesson. E- either somehow educate him or teach him a lesson or, or, and it's yeah. like I don't wanna watch that. Either do something HP Lovecraft influenced or don't. But I don't want you to be reclaiming HP Lovecraft. Like like that wasn't ours to begin with. That's not for us. Right. We have, right. nothing to, we have nothing to do with that that's not and and the thing that i feel i think feel there has to be um a lot of forgotten black sci-fi people even during I was, that time man,
1: you just took the words out of my fucking brain i was just about to say of all the black horror that we've created as black people why haven't you reclaimed that
0: yeah yeah like but why because, haven't we updated blackula because because white people don't know about certain things but not even black. i bet you there's a lot of i bet you there's a lot of uh forgotten sci-fi stuff that never blew up but had yeah. a good niche following like you can expose people to like black sci-fi and black horror authors that nobody uh l- like when we talked to ishmael reed and he was on the show and he was naming all these underappreciated black authors i was like damn there's a lot of black authors i never i never heard of you know yeah. And he's like a wealth of information. Where he he'd be like, if you're like this person, well, he's a black person. You probably like uh, even better, you know. And he was dropping all this stuff. And I'm like, I bet. And not just Octavia Butler, because Octavia Butler is their yeah. go-to black sci-fi oh, yeah. person because she's the um, most easy, obvious example. And, uh, and she looks
1: like them too. Most of the time, she has the nail Carter thing going.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, they like her. They like her aesthetic. They like what's going 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 on with her. Yeah, but. I mean, we're going to have um, some guests on to talk about the show more in depth. So uh, I don't want to go too deep into it because my thing is I don't know much about Lovecraft. So I thought we should have some guests on who are well versed into Lovecraft to talk about mm. just because some people who are even into Lovecraft are telling me the show doesn't have that much actual Lovecraft in it. It's just right. It's just basically sci-fi and pulp in general. Like it, it's a mix of stuff like it's it's um it's a mixtape yeah and the woman who um did the show even admitted she's never read or is not acquainted at all with lovecraft she what the fuck yeah she's sure running a show called lovecraft country and she doesn't know much about about lovecraft um, that's
1: like me creating a shoe and naming it number 23s and saying oh it's nothing like jordan <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fuck yeah yeah it's like it's based on a book and the guy who wrote the book read lovecraft so I guess she figures hey um Allington knows what the book's about, and that's good. Like, like she, I guess she feels that like she has two degrees of separation for Lovecraft. But even if uh. you're adopting a book based on Lovecraft, you should directly have some idea what Lovecraft himself. Yeah, is man, like, that's kind of you know? whack. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's really I think that's really whack. But um, I mean, the thing that really blew my mind about the show was how it can have like zombies, uh, man-eating monsters ghost and all this stuff and still managed to be boring like yeah there was the craziest stuff supernatural stuff happening it's like copy and paste it's like they'll copy okay time for the monsters now okay racism okay throw in the al green
1: like (laughs) dude come on
0: they threw in the jeffersons uh moving on up i'm like why is moving on up in the 50s like oh yeah uh, the james baldwin uh, the james speech right that didn't right. really fit you know like it, everything black that they have in there is something that white people will notice i i, yep. I, mean, I mean will recognize i noticed they don't really it's kind of like how barack obama at the charleston uh south carolina funeral for the dylan ruth victims uh, oh, started, yeah. started singing amazing grace and i'm like yeah. you have, like 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 you could have picked any negro spiritual or any black church song you chose like you the chose most, the most
1: mundane one.
0: Yeah, the most obvious one, written by a white guy to boot. You know, it's not even like a real. It's not even. It's not even like a negro spiritual. It's like uh, a white guy wrote it. I thought that Rachel Dolezal thing was gonna have a lot more uh, legs to it, but <laughs> yeah. Look, somebody said if Kamala Harris can lie and say she's black and African American, <laughs> Jessica Crew can say she's black and Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was a preview. If you like what you hear and you want to hear the rest of the episode and a hundred more episodes, then by all means, go over to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks. Take care y'all.